Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in again. Today's episode, just like every episode, is brought to you by Action Specialty Coffee. So listen, if you drink coffee and you haven't gone to drinkaction.com yet and claimed your 15% and free shipping by using code word curious, well, then you need to go to drinkaction.com and you need to use that code word curious and get your discount. And that's action with a K, A A K T I O N drinkaction.com and use the code word curious for 15% off. Listen, not only is it the most delicious, smooth coffee that you can possibly drink, it's extremely powerful. And you're going to need that powerful punch of caffeine if you're going to follow along with some of the workouts that our guest has for you today. So um, you may know him from Instagram by the name Primal Swolger. Um, but he is a fitness instructor out of Austin, Texas. He's a big proponent of the kettlebell and primal movements. He's currently working on a fitness app that's going to bring you guys all kinds of great stuff. Um, I think you're going to really like him. And if you don't currently follow him, you will. His name is Eric Leha, the primal soldier. Yeah, yeah. I started out working out in the in the warehouse uh, almost seven years ago at On It. I'm still there at On It. I'm a coach in the gym, but I originally started there working in the warehouse. I remember I was going to school here in Austin. At, I got into UT Austin, the, the Longhorns, and um, I hated school, man. I, uh, I went there for a semester before I dropped out, and I actually – you know, I became really good friends with my brother, my older brother's crew of friends, who uh, Aubrey Marcus is one of the guys. And um, Aubrey was like, hey, man, you know, if you're, you don't like going to school, you know, there's always room for you in the warehouse, you know, because we became good friends. Yeah, I really, I connected with everybody. Everybody was like super like-minded. People, they were super into fitness and MMA and supplements and nootropics and I was like, yeah, let's do it. You know, I want to, I want to come work, you know, for you guys, you guys are doing some cool stuff. And I just stuck it out for the first couple of years. You know, I was just working there in the warehouse, um, packing boxes, taping up boxes, shipping off kettlebells to people. And uh, I loved it, you know, just because I was surrounded by tons of people who were, you know, we all thought the same. We partied together and worked out together. So uh, it didn't seem like a, a crappy job. It was hell, uh, it was a lot of fun, and we ended up actually opening up a gym. And that's when uh, my brother came on board. Aubrey asked him to be one of the head coaches, and they both asked me to be one of the first coaches because they knew I liked to work out. I was super into MMA, and we were we were still really big in the uh, MMA community. So you know you'll you can really connect with a lot of the UFC fighters that we're going to start bringing in. Okay. You know, so that's how I got on board, got my kettlebell certification through IKFF, got the train one-on-one with uh, Ken Blackburn, one of the top guys in kettlebell sport and uh, coaching. And yeah, it was super dope, man. So ever since then, it's just been training, uh, uh, you know, training tons of clients, tons of classes and gaining a ton of experience. I felt like for the first two to three years that we had the gym open, I felt like we were doing a certification or some type of workshop almost every weekend, you know? So I got trained up really fast, got to train with some of the top coaches in the fitness industry. And, you know, ever since then, it's just been trying to stay up to date with 
my knowledge, you know, even, you know, nowadays I try to make sure I'm continuously stepping up my education and, you know, keeping up that client relationship, you know, keep coaching clients and classes. Um, Cause now I'm doing a lot of online business and, yep. you know, I feel like having that one-on-one connection with people has is still really valuable. So I can make sure, you know, the stuff I'm putting out actually works, you know, I have to test out my methods and make sure I'm not just putting out made up programs or made up workouts without mm-hmm. actually uh, proving them out first. So if there's a silver lining at all to this whole quarantine thing, I'd have to imagine that it's the fact your programs are really designed and developed to be done at home. Uh, I'm sure you've noticed a big influx of people paying attention. I, you, you can't even find kettlebells anywhere. It seems like. God. Yeah, man, everybody bought up all the kettlebells and um, yeah, everybody's been uh, digging the online programs I've been uh, putting out for people and people have been digging the content on my social media, on Instagram and, you know, things are going good. You know, it's just trying to, you know, keep innovating, keep giving people what they want, but also making sure I'm giving them, you know, what they need. You know, I don't want to just put out a bunch of crazy routines without them actually making sense. So that's why, you know, I'm really looking forward to getting back in the, in the gym, the actual community with my real clients, you know, cause that's when I really thrive with my creativity and actually, you know, seeing what works. Cause you know, in my line of industry, you know, I know what works, you know, I've been around long enough to have all these like tried and true routines, but you know, things get boring after a while and you don't want to just, you know, even for me, I, I, I can, you know, get by with doing the same boring routines over and over again to get some results. But, you know, I, I crave, uh, something fresh every now and then to keep me engaged in the, in the, in the routine. So that's why, you know, being able to test out new methods, test out new, you know, ways to do things and throw things in to spice up the routines is, is vital for, for me and my clients to, you know, stay, stay with it and actually have fun doing, doing the fitness thing, you know, besides just getting good results. It's also about having fun. Yeah, it's, you know, I was always, you know, I was big into weightlifting, especially after I got out of college, got into the powerlifting scene and, Mm -hmm. you know, squats, benches, bent over rows. And you kind of, to your point, you start doing the same things over and over. You start to feel the injury, you start to feel the pain, but like kettlebell, I would have to imagine the ability to, to change things up is half of the battle, right? To keep, keep improvising and finding new creative ways to do things so that you can stay motivated and, and not go in being like, okay, I got to do another five, five, four, three, two, one, a flat <laughs> Monday. Right. Yeah. It's just, you know, that stuff works, you know, that's what we've been, you know, taught and we've gotten results from that kind of stuff. Um, but you know, with a tool like a kettlebell, you have a little bit more versatility when it comes to, loading the kettlebell in different positions, gripping it by different parts of the handle or holding it in all kinds of different positions can really change up the, the way the load affects your, your body. So that's where it can be, you can turn up the heat, you know, make it a little bit more challenging or just, you know, take a normal exercise and make it a little bit more fun. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, I like to still make sure I'm giving my clients and putting myself through the tried and true methods, okay. but, you know, just mixing it up uh, goes a long way and it makes things more fun, but also can help you 
access different ranges of motion, put yourself in different positions that, like you said, if you're doing the same thing over and over again, uh, it can, you know, eventually, you know, develop some bad habits or some stresses, you know, because the whole thing when it comes to training is you're stressing your body so that you can recover from it and potentially get stronger or get bigger muscles. But sometimes, you know, you don't recover as well and you can develop some bad things, some bad habits, and you don't recover as well from. So the whole goal between mixing it up and adding some mobility routines and making sure you're warming up and cooling down properly is to help you, you know, kind of fight those negative adaptations that you can adapt from, from training hard. Um, so I'm not saying, you know, training hard is a bad thing, but, you know, mixing it up, taking some low intensity days where you pick up a lightweight and you just, you know, move around, have to do some kettlebell flows that mm -hmm. aren't going to, you know, crush your, your joints. They're just going to help you keep moving almost like an active recovery day, get the juices flowing. And do you see any type of technology for that? Like whether it be like a whoop strap or just measuring your heart rate. Yeah. Or... I, lo I love using a whoop strap. Uh, I lost mine recently. Uh, I haven't ordered another one, but uh, from the time that I, I was using it for like four months and I got a, a whole ton of data from it and I've kind of just been going off of kind of how I feel now. Uh, mm -hmm. But I use a watch, uh, Apple watch, and it's got some pretty good uh, data, but for the most part, I can just kind of, you know, from those four months that I used it, I was able to tell how, how much sleep I really needed to, you know, recover from the, the training that I was doing or the amount of work that I was doing. And um, I, I find those tools really valuable. So if you can get your hands on a whoop strap, uh, even if you're only going to use it for a few months, just to kind of see how your body's reacting to the lifestyle that you're living. Yep. You know, whether you're partying once every once in a while or drinking, just really see how those things affect your body when it comes to the way it affects your uh, your heart rate, your heart rate variability. And you can feel, you know, like when you're getting bad sleep and how it affects your training the next day. So I really think those tools are awesome. But right now I just use an Apple Watch and it's been, it's been helping me get by. Yeah. No, I just kind of go by how I feel. Yeah, no, that's definitely something that, you know, the more you work out, the more you feel in tune with your body and can really read those signals. Um, you know, for me, it's always the stretching and staying active as far as stretching. The older that I get, the more prone to injury that I feel. Um, I don't stay as active in stretching. And I know that's probably something that um, a lot of people struggle with. Yeah, I think it's hard for a lot of people even I get into that routine sometimes where I'm not getting enough of that stuff in because, you know, you get super busy, you're mm -hmm. working all day. And when you do get a chance to work out, you get those 30 to 60 minutes of squeezing a workout. You don't want to be stretching and rolling out or doing mobility moves. You want to just get that hard work and that's going to help you burn some calories or put some tension on the muscles so you can potentially, you know, grow some muscles. But yeah. um, I think if you really want to see some results, you really need to make sure you're you're focusing on longevity because I actually ended up injuring myself a little over a year ago because I was really I was super busy at the time. I had a ton of clients, a ton of classes, and I was trying to squeeze in hard workouts whenever I could and I wasn't really focusing on my mobility. You know, I wasn't practicing what I was preaching, what I was, you know, helping my clients with, what I was telling them to do. I wasn't I wasn't doing those things and I ended up actually tearing a pec partially tearing a pec 
and that put me off for like three months. So that, that really sucked. Um, but ever since then, I make sure I warm up and I take days where I'm not going hard all the time. So I'll sometimes go hard two, maybe three times a week. Every other day, I just I make sure I I, I like I, I have to move. You know, I, so I'll do like a low intensity day where I'll go get a light jog in and I'll play around with some kettlebells, do some mobility moves, nothing crazy. Pick up like a steel club or a steel mace. Just do some kick the rust off a little bit. Yeah, just try to stay away from going heavy with the barbells or going super hard. Anything that's going to like crush my nervous system, like high intensity sprints or a really hard long run. You know, I'll save those once or twice a week. And make sure I'm really taking that time to recover. And by doing that, I'm just getting in better and better shape because I'm really starting to find fine tune. You know what really works best for me. You know, really waving that intensity and playing around with you know not going hard all the time. And I've been able to recover faster and actually hit my hard workouts harder and really make some gains and not having to be in pain all the time. So there's a question that I really wanted to make sure that I asked while I had you, and um, it's really geared more towards the increase in popularity that kettlebells have seen in the last few years, even prior to COVID. Um, you know, they've always been big in Europe, but up until probably, what, four or five years ago here in the States, they really weren't as mainstream. And I, I think you've had a big part in, in really making that happen, but what do you think is a, a big reason that kettlebells have really surged in popularity recently? This whole shift towards like minimalism, you know, people are starting to eat like more organic foods, you know, yeah. locally sourced foods, and they're starting to get away from doing things that are so like artificial. And when people think like artificial workouts, they think like machines mm -hmm. and isolation movements, and they're and they're thinking more about their health, you know. So it's like if you really want to optimize your health, you, you're, you know, you can't just be eating organic all the time. And then you're working out at a globo gym doing, you know, a workout that's uh, outdated, you know, depending on your results. Like if you want to get a nice physique, you should do some bodybuilding routines every now and then to really sculpt the muscles. But if you want to be healthy, you can mix it up, throw in some, you know, some healthy like mobility exercises in there to help you, try to stay injury free and stay healthy and you know it goes a long way so I think it really comes down to that you know people are just becoming more aware uh as a society about you know just trying to live longer healthier lives trying to be pain-free and especially you know with the internet all this information out there but which can be kind of daunting you know everybody says they have the right way to work out they have the right diet um, but for me, you know, it's always been about trying new things and seeing what works for me. You know, I don't follow any particular diet, you know, to the T. I just, I just try to find the things that work for me. Uh, so it's all trial and error. Mm -hmm. And I also think it has to do a lot with, with the kettlebells. It has a lot to do with like a lot, like how big uh, MMA is becoming, you know, like martial arts. And people are starting to see how cool and how real it is to be a combative athlete. They, tr they look at to see how they train. And a lot of those guys incorporate real functional type movements or they train in their sport. And kettlebells are a big part of that um, type of training. And 
So I think yeah. that's why it's become so popular, especially, you know, uh, Joe Rogan is a, a massive uh, yep. guy out there. He's, he's a huge proponent of kettlebells, and he, he's had a big part of uh, helping kettlebells become super mainstream. So, Shout out Joe Rogan. Yeah. Yeah, so that's funny you say that because I remember now, like, I think the first time I really ever saw kettlebells and took it serious was a photo of Fedor, like, back <laughs> in the day, holding yeah, that- kettlebells and being like, okay. That's how I first heard of kettlebells. You know, I used to see them in the gym. I used to go to Gold's Gym as a kid, do my bodybuilding routines. And I used to see kettlebells. I was like, man, only grandmas use those. Oh, those old dudes doing weird swing exercises with them. I was like, what are they doing? They're hurting their back over there. (laughs) Uh, But it wasn't until I started training in, like, jiu-jitsu and martial arts that I realized, like, man, these guys are doing some like powerful stuff with uh, with the kettlebell doing snatches and powerful swings that mm-hmm. really translate well to you know hip power which plays a big role in throwing punches hard and breaking people's arms when you're trying to do an arm bar you know all that hip extension and being strong with a strong posterior chain uh, kettlebells are, are really a really a great tool to help you know develop power with uh, a, a not having to, you know, be outside and do sprints or having to overload a barbell with tons of weight. You can get a lot done with just the kettlebell. So that's what, that's why I think they're becoming more and more popular. And obviously, you know, they're they take up a very small amount of space and they're super versatile. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, um, you know, you said something a minute ago that kind of caught me off guard that you're not as particular with your diet as I would have thought you are. I mean, Dude, you're the definition of a fucking shredded. And, yeah, so most of the time, right? You know, I <laughs> like to stay shredded, but, you know, there's times where I'm not as shredded where I'm you know, eating a relaxed diet because I like to eat mostly for performance. And, you know, during the summer, I like to, you know, go into a, a season where I kind of start playing around with the amount of uh, uh, carbs that I'm eating throughout the day just to kind of – try to make those abs pop a little bit more. Yep. Um, but for the most part throughout the year, I like to eat a pretty well-balanced diet. Um, I'll eat, you know, I'll eat a cheat meal every now and then. My girlfriend, she's, she likes to eat whatever she wants almost all the time. So I'll have a couple of, of bites of her food every now and then. And, you know, it's all about balance. You know, for me, it's like eating 80 to 90%, you know, uh, healthy and not strict, but just like make sure the food is good quality and making sure I'm not overeating. You know, for me, the biggest thing is, you know, not limiting myself to like from my favorite foods, like sweet foods and fatty foods or savory foods, all the foods. You know, I like, I like to eat. I'm Mexican. You know, I grew up eating all kinds of delicious Mexican food. So food is everything, you know, for our culture. You know, so it's like I have to be able to eat. And so that's why I like to train a lot as well. Just kind of make sure I can, you know, eat the the amount of food that I want by offsetting a little bit with, you know, working out hard. Um, But for the most part, it's all about making sure I'm not overeating. You know, uh, by playing around with my diet over the years, I've realized, you know, it's really just about the quality of the nutrients that you're taking in and knowing how, how how much you're actually burning throughout the day 
And if you're, you know, no matter how healthy the nut butters are that you're eating, if you're eating too much nut butter, you're, you're going to put on some weight just because it's, your body's not burning that many calories. So you have to, you know, stay within a certain, uh, certain range that that's manageable for you, but you should definitely not be trying to kill yourself in the gym every day just to burn off that single donut that you had, you know, you shouldn't punish yourself for, for eating bad. You know, you should just, just be conscious and, yeah. you know, just try to eat balanced diet. And so I like to eat all kinds of stuff. I'll eat carbs, I'll eat sweets, you know, just make sure, you know, I know I gotta, I gotta make sure I balance it out somewhere else. Yeah. No, it's, that's good to hear. Make me feel a little bit better right now. Yeah. Um, you gotta just, otherwise, you know, you're just like, it's like a tort like you're torturing yourself all the time you know it's like i'd rather be happy than counting calories or you know just you know i i would recommend for most people if you really want to you know get super lean and have the body of your dreams you know you really want to make sure it's sustainable you know so you want to make sure you can you know start a, a diet or a nutrition plan that you're going to be able to actually stick with not something that's going to be super hard and you're going to end up bouncing back from in a couple months after you get sick of it. So you, you got to be able to treat yourself and, you know, not limit yourself because it's, it's only going to go bad. So I've recently tried to subscribe to more of a fasting type of diet where I'm not eating for like 14 to 16 hours. Um, but with having the little guy, uh, my workouts have shifted to early mornings a lot of the time and it's, it's tough having the energy to really push yourself through a hard workout when you haven't eaten since seven o'clock the night before. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why I like to eat a balanced diet because I usually eat or work out first thing in the morning and maybe squeeze in some cardio or something in the evening. You know, like, like I said, I like to stay active. Yeah. So I do end up eating throughout the whole day. First thing in the morning, I'll have like uh, a protein shake, or just like a, pro, a scoop of protein with some coconut milk and an apple, you know, just to get some carbs and some protein in me. And then I'll hit my workout and I just feel a lot healthier. I feel like I perform a lot better. I can hit the workout a lot harder at optimal performance instead of, you know, being fasted. And for me, that just doesn't work. You know, I feel hungry and I feel empty in the morning when I'm working out and I'm fasting. So I try to, I tried to do the whole fasting thing. Uh, I just wasn't happy. Like I said, I like to eat, you know, so if I can snack throughout the day, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. But that would, but if you're, you're going to be snacking all day, you know, you got to move around, you got to be doing active things and you got to be, you got to be putting that food to work. Otherwise, if you're, you know, sitting at a desk all day, I think that's where a lot of those fasting diets, those keto diets can really play a, a a bit more important role or they can be a little bit more beneficial for some of those people because, you know, you're eating higher fats, um, higher fat foods that can keep you sustained or full or longer without having a snack all day. Um, but for athletes and for people who are working out all day, uh, a low carb diet is, is not beneficial. You know, you're performing at a high level and you want to make sure you're fueling your body. So if you're, going to like a hard, you're going to hit a hard workout in the morning or you're going to hit a hard CrossFit class or whatever it may be. You, you want to make sure you're fueling your body and eating, eating the proper nutrition to, to sustain that type of work. Um, but like I said, it's trial and error. It depends on people's lifestyle. 
you know, what you're doing. If you're not going to be doing anything throughout the day, you're working on a computer, then you should probably, you know, limit the amount of snacking you're doing. Drink some, some coffee with some butter. Well, actually, um, Action, who's the sponsor of the podcast, Amplified is a medium roast coffee that has MCT oil powder inside of this. So it acts as a creamer, but it's also good, clean energy with a ton of caffeine behind it. So definitely check this out if you're into that stuff. Uh, hell yeah. Now, what are you guys back in? What's Austin like right now? Are you guys back uh, into the Man, it feels like it's back to normal over here. There's traffic yeah. everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's, it's getting back to normal. I mean, not, all, not everything's open, but it's feeling like it's almost there. But thankfully, you know, I mean, I, I hope things get back to normal. I want, want to be safe. And, you know, I don't want people to get sick, but I feel like, you know, people want to get back to work, man. We want to, you know, get back to normal life. Yeah. No, I hear Where are you located at? So I'm up in, I'm in Pittsburgh, PA right now. So how's it over there? Man, it's strange. (laughs) You know, it's, uh, Pittsburgh's really interesting in that it's probably similar to Austin where Texas and Austin are kind of probably a lot different. Um, Pittsburgh's similar to that. Uh, Western PA, it's very rural where I grew up in Northwestern Pennsylvania. It's even worse than that. You know, I was back home a couple of weeks ago and uh, there were more people at the Walmart not wearing a mask than wearing a mask. And so, you know, it's just the perspective. It's the way of life. They've had less than 10 cases in the entire county. So you almost have to expect that a little bit, right? I'm, I'm optimistic. Yeah, me too. I think the numbers are getting better from what I've seen. Yeah. Who knows if that's bogus, though. Look, all kinds of stuff going around right now. I'm, right now, I'm just staying focused on the things that I can control and, um, you know, staying in touch with family members. And, yeah. You know, my, you know, just making sure everybody around me is safe. Yeah, no, and it's, it's not so bad. Uh, I commend people like you, man. You literally, you've been kicking my ass, like, for the last two months. Yeah. It's been an excuse to, like, have a reason to have to push myself and, it's, it's easy to scroll through Instagram and you're like, Oh, this is cool. I'll like that. I'll throw a couple emojis in the comments and, <laughs> but that to have a reason now and being like, shit. Okay. Um, that's gotta be really, really fun in a, in a way to kind of like, you're always making an impact, right. But to be able to make an impact in a time like this, where people are probably coming across you for the first time, yeah. maybe like it's their first they're like, hey, you know what? I'm going to make something positive out of this bad situation. Yeah, for sure, man. It's been awesome, you know, being able to definitely, there's definitely been a lot of growth, you know, a lot of new people coming on and digging the videos and stuff. So that's been, that's been awesome, you know, mm-hmm. helping people. And that's always been my goal is just, you know, just share what I like to do. And if people like it, you know, they can do it too. And, you know, uh, realize, you know, social media has been a really powerful tool to reach tons of people and, you know, getting positive feedback and, you know, awesome messages from people who say, you know, I've been quarantined for the last two months and I lost 30 pounds and, That's fucking you know, great. getting stuff like that is all, I love hearing that kind of stuff. I love seeing people, you know, uh, seeing results and liking the material and that's changing their lives. You know, that only, you know, helps strengthen my belief in what I'm doing and it helps me, you know, want to keep working harder and, you know, just keep pushing forward. And like I said, just trying to control the things that I can't control. And, you know, right now 
I'm just doing my best to, you know, keep pushing the business forward, keep producing videos and uh, writing new programs and really just taking this time to, you know, get ready to, uh, I'm actually getting ready to launch my, my app on uh, iPhone and, uh, and Android. So we've been busting our butts off for the last couple months. You know, we've been like all year, you know, since the year started, we've been working really hard to get it done. And, you know, after this, this whole situation happened with the pandemic, um, it's, you know, I, I'm not at the gym, so I've had more time to really focus on my own business. And it's been, you know, just, you know, all, you know, just, you know, pedal to the metal, working really hard, filming as much as possible and on the computer a lot as well. And just trying to get it done so we can help, um, you know, just take it to the next level. And, you know, I've always been happy with my business and the stuff that I'm putting out, but I've always known that I can really step it up and really give a superior product to what I, I was doing before. That's so cool. So is it, I imagine it's going to have like a library of all of your different workouts. Yeah, man. We've been filming a ton of library exercises, not just demo videos, but also instructionals. So okay. people will get to see the exercise and if they don't know how to do it, they can click a little button on the top of the demo that says instructional. And that'll take them to another page that shows them the, uh, the how to how the, uh, me talking and explaining the exercise. And then after that, if they watch that, they can just go right back to the workout that we we're doing. So, oh, that's, you know, that's we were working really hard, you know, because for me, being a coach, you know, I want to make sure people are doing things right. And so, uh, you know, we could just get by with showing people the exercise video demo. Yeah. But, you know, uh, I want people to do things right. You know, I, you know, when people share stuff on social media or they show their friends, I want to make sure they're not doing things wrong. You know, it's a bad representation of me if they're doing it and they learn it from me. And I want to make sure they're not hurting themselves, you know. So it's all about making sure I'm giving them all the tools to succeed because, you know, it's only going to help everybody be better. That's so cool, man. When's that going to be available? Hopefully uh, June 1st, you know, we're working really hard right now. We've been working all day. Uh, after we're done with this podcast, we're going to go uh, film in the gym actually and go knock out some more instructionals and demos. And uh, so just keep, keep grinding away, but we're almost there. What drives you, Eric? I mean, as motivated as you are, I mean, is there something from your childhood? Is there just a mentality that was instilled in you by someone? What, what drives this passion to be so prolific and so on top of your game with everything? Uh, man, it's just, I just like, I love working out. I like eating good and, you know, working out, eating good, kind of go hand in hand when you're fueling the tank and taking care of it properly. You see, real results when you put in hard work and you really take care of your body, you know? So now that I'm, I've turned that into a business that actually, you know, not just helps me maintain my lifestyle, but it helps me help other people and inspire other people to do the same things. It's, it's really awesome and rewarding. And so that it just fuels the fire to, you know, keep doing what I'm doing, you know, because at times, you know, you can get bored of, of working out or you know because for me working out was always my outlet and then turning it into a business I started getting burnt out when I was training a ton of clients and you know trying to help them get results 
Um, it wasn't until I actually immersed myself and like really cared about what I was doing. And I saw, you know, I saw them getting results. I saw their happiness. And I was like, wow, like I'm actually impacting this person's life. Like I'm not just collecting a paycheck every week from these people. Like I'm actually making them happier. They're, they're succeeding in their business because they're happier with the way they feel about themselves. And for me, it's just like, man, like what I'm doing is actually like a positive thing. I'm not just, you know, selling crap or I'm not just, you know, making things up. I'm actually making a difference. And when, when you do that, you feel a lot more passionate. I feel more passionate about what I do, you know, cause for a while I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like I told you I dropped out of school. I was working in the warehouse. I was just kind of, you know, just going with the flow. You know, I was hanging out with my friends, having fun. I got the opportunity to coach and I kind of was just winging it at first until I got to train with all those top coaches. I was learning from the best in the business, got to see all types of movers, all types of bodies. I got to coach all types of clients. And then, you know, it really inspired me to actually, you know, be the best that I could be so that I could keep sharing stuff that actually works and makes people happy. And, you know, cause for me, it's just been a positive loop of, you know, positive energy. Cause you know, if you actually care about what you're doing and you, you give people stuff that works, it's only going to, you know, reflect good on you. And it's only going to make you step your game up and keep seeking new things to help you optimize your life as well. So yeah. it's just, it's just the beauty of being in this industry is, you know, it's like, it's good for me and my health and it's good for the people that I'm helping and so that's what, that's what fuels me. And honestly, man, I just, I want to keep helping more people. I want to help my family, you know, cause like I said, I come from like a Mexican family. A lot of people in my family are actually a little bit overweight. Some, you know, it's like my mom, she's like pre-diabetic. So I've been, before the whole pandemic thing happened, I was trying to get her in the gym. We're training almost every single day. Oh, cool. uh, so the next step is to, you know, make sure I'm taking care of everybody, not just you know, not just myself, but also my community and my family and just make sure, you know, everybody, everybody who wants to listen uh, is getting some, some good information. and We're all getting better. So I have a theory that I want to run by you and it's, uh, it's kind of geared around how there's so many successful social media and Instagram models um, around health and wellness and fitness. And and my thought is that people who are really fit, who, you know, have the, the discipline and the motivation to get really fit also have those same types of motivation to be successful on social media, because it's similar that you can't just get fit overnight and you can't just get popular on social media overnight. It takes a lot of time, consistency, and really interacting and doing the work. Uh, to get yourself out there. And I, I see that correlation. I was curious if you think that there's any type of uh, truth to that theory. Yeah, man, consistency, super important to make sure if you're going to start sharing stuff and you set that expectation for the people who follow you is you have to be consistent because once you start dropping off and you stop posting or they don't see you anymore, they're going to forget about you and they're going to, you know, go see somebody else, find information from somebody else. So if you start doing something and you're starting, you want to start a new business, 
and you're going to start posting, just pick something that's sustainable and stick to that schedule. And that way, when people click on your profile or they sign on to YouTube, they know, oh, okay, on Wednesday is when, when uh, Bobby is going to post his new uh, kettlebell video or his new uh, book recommendation video. You know, he, they look forward to that every day. So, you know, have a schedule and stick to something that you're actually going to be able to keep providing value for your audience and make sure it's, you know, something valuable uh, and, you know, add your own personality to it, have some flair, or you can, you know, look to other people in the industry who are doing the same thing and, you know, don't imitate, but you can like, like innovate, you know, you can take what they're doing and look up to them and, you know, add your own twist to it and, you know, make it yours, you know, because like I look to, I I look up to all kinds of other people on Instagram who are doing awesome shit and I try out their routines and I'm like, man, that guy's got a sweet workout. I'm going to try it out. And then I ended up, I ended up, uh, you know, recording my own video, doing similar stuff and posting it up and then people dig it. You know, it's just, Mm -hmm. we're all just sharing stuff that is nothing new. It's just, you know, what it's, it's like people want to follow you because it's not because you're like, something super extraordinary and they've never seen before it's because they like you and you're consistent and you're honest and you're authentic so yeah i was just gonna say authentic man like i tune in you've got like you've got your tunes cranking yeah doing what you're doing and it's just it seems it's real right it doesn't seem overly produced but it's professional and it's authentic yeah uh, yeah you definitely have to make sure you know you put in the work to make it high quality and if you know, if you really want to take it to the next level, you know, make sure you invest in yourself and your the things you want to, you know, invest in some good gear, some good camera gear, and really, you know, because that goes a long way. You know, people appreciate high quality content, and you know, it's not just doesn't you know just separate you from everybody else, but it shows that you care and you pay attention to detail, and that's something I always done. You know, I always make sure. You know, when I, when I do something, I want to make sure it's like I'm trying my best. Yeah. You know, I don't want to just half-ass things. And that's why, you know, when I tell people, if you want to grow, you know, stick to something that you can be consistent with and, you know, stick to it and make sure, you know, you you stick to it. That way, you know, you actually, people can rely on you or people can look forward to what, what you got coming. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you kind of, They'll blow your load at the beginning and just like post, 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 post. And all of a sudden you stop, you know, the algorithm or your audience isn't going to favor because is it going to favor you anymore? Because you kind of just uh, went cold turkey. So you want to make sure you stick to something you can, you can hang with. Um, but at the end of the day, it's not just about being consistent, but it's also about making sure you're, you're providing something that's valuable and that people can actually use. And that's why I think people really dig some of my stuff is because, you know, it's something you can, you know, apply with like a single kettlebell or a dumbbell or body weight, you know, it's all stuff that you can do from home and, you know, anybody can, can do, it's not intimidating and, you know, just try to be, be nice to everybody. You know, I try to make sure I engage with people, reply to people's messages, um, you know, cause it goes a long way. It's a, it's a whole, it's like it's our community and, uh, you know, I get a lot more uh, positive messages 
from, uh, you know, a lot, a lot more positive than I do negative and it's yeah. super awesome. So that's why, you know, I love it. So I'm excited to keep, keep it going, keep uh, trying to, you know, move on to other platforms like YouTube and try to, you know, just try you to leverage TikTok create. yet. Nah, man, I want to though. You know, that's, yeah. that's the next step as well. Um, hey, uh, I have a business partner and a team here and they're all like, man, you got to get on TikTok. You know, it's super cool. There's so many things you can do on there and I, I like good music. So yeah, that's was the first thing I thought of. I was like, this is perfect. <laughs> perfect for you. I, Dude, I'm struggling. I'm trying to figure out how to incorporate it and use it in a productive way because it's like, I'll start looking at it. <laughs> five minutes goes by and I've like fired off a bunch of text messages to people. Like, <laughs> like, look at this. Check this out. Check that yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, that's cool though, man. Yeah, definitely want to get on TikTok. TikTok is fun. A lot of cool stuff on there. Um, but yeah, man. But like I said, you know, I'm trying to be authentic. You know, I don't want to just get on TikTok and do a bunch of random stuff that's not me. You know, I'll, I'll get on there when I want to get on there and I'll do something when it makes sense. Um, you know, it just has to make sense for me. Right now, we're focused on providing these online workouts for people, you know, because like I said, you know, I'm not just trying to, you know, at this point, like I, I want to make sure, you know, like I have an online presence on Instagram where people really want to do this, like, the, the stuff that I'm doing and so I want to make sure they can do those things in the right way and they can you know build up to some of that harder stuff and yeah. so that's why I'm working really hard to put this this app together and my website make sure it all makes sense so that people can get to that level and not hurt themselves you know because first and foremost you know I want to make sure the stuff that I put out works it's not just a bunch of bull crap so other than the app, I mean, I'm sure you have a lot of other irons in the fire, but is the app the main focus right now? Do you have anything else going on? Yeah, dude, that's the focus right now. That and, you know, trying to you know, keep growing, keep getting better. Uh, but right now, that's the focus, you know, so working really hard. Uh, but hopefully once we get this up and running, I'm going to hopefully things get back to normal, hopefully travel again, teach some workshops. I had a bunch of workshops planned to go uh, almost every month we we're going somewhere but we had to postpone all of them so we'll be probably trying to knock out some workshops around the country once things get back to normal uh those are always fun you know getting to connect with the community and you know really get to put people through you know the the proper techniques proper methods getting con getting to connect with with the uh, you know my my the people that follow me online and do my courses you know, getting to teach them in person at these workshops is super mm -hmm. awesome, you know, because they're the ones that are heavily invested in promoting my stuff, you know, so I want to make sure that when they're talking about me and they're talking about the things that I taught them online, that they're doing it right and that they're actually, you know, putting out a good message. And so that's why, you know, doing workshops has been super awesome. And yeah. getting to see new places is cool. You know, getting to travel with my girlfriend and see new cities is always super awesome. Definitely. Like I said, I like to eat. So getting to try different restaurants, local spots, uh, is always super dope. We need to get you to Pittsburgh for sure. Hell yeah, man. It's, uh, it's actually similar. It sounds a lot like some of the jujitsu um, seminars and instructionals. It's, it's, it's got a lot of that, right? Because it's, I mean, it's, it's similar in the fact that there's techniques that you need to learn and teach and you can kind of show things and expose people to it, but there's, 
there is a ceiling to being able to then take it to that next level and to get some hands on and to see somebody and to actually find the nuance in the motions and the movements that are only going to like improve your abilities to perform. Yep. Exactly. Awesome. Well, shit, man. Um, from a social perspective, I know it's uh, at Primal Swolger. It's probably like the coolest Instagram handle out there. <laughs> um, and then you, you're on YouTube as well. Um, where else can people find you, your workouts, and, and everything that you're doing? Yeah, you can find me at ericleha.com or you can go to primalsoldier.com. But yeah, you can check me out, check out my workouts. Uh, hopefully, my app will be launching here in the next couple of weeks. It'll be uh primal fitness on the app store so stay tuned for that guys yeah let me know uh, thanks for having me man it's a dope podcast yeah no for sure let me know when the app comes out and i'll make sure that i put some stuff out there and let everybody know about that and for sure dude if you if you get to the east coast let me know love to get you up here in pittsburgh i think what you're talking about would actually resonate heavily in this area um and if i get down to austin after all this gets over with i have to connect with joe on some stuff we need to get you some coffee and uh yeah, we, need to, yeah. we need to make sure that um i want to get in and, and go through one of these health sessions with you and really feel yeah, it, man. Uh, feel let it me all, know when you come to austin i'll put you through the ringer we'll have a, a little workout but yeah man let me know uh, what gyms are out there in pittsburgh and we'll we'll try to schedule a workshop come check it out it'll be dope for sure man i appreciate the time stay safe and um keep kicking ass man i appreciate it you too, man. Thanks for having me on.